And we're back. Yes, we are. With Howard Stern News. News. And comment. And comment. Upon. The news. There we go. We got it all in. Got it all in there. Otanzinwa. Uh, yes. Okwatanzinwa. Did, did you see that? The first uh, show last week that uh, that was the thing? I remind me that uh, Howard was corrected by Robin. Oh, I'm not remembering. Oh, Kwa Tenzin Wan. So she, uh, and then the reply, Kamsa Lajiwan. That's uh, the full greeting and response um, by the Targishians. Shazicians. Tardishians. Tardishians. I don't know what it is. You may. Yeah, but did you, you didn't hear that part, though. I don't think so. I don't know. You uh, reminded me of it. OK. Well, you probably heard about Obama and Trump and, you know. Uh, yes, very, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, all, all that stuff. And, yeah. and how about the Bigfoot game with the presidents? How about, the, how about it? He performed quite well. He thought better than George, I thought. No, but he thought George Washington was Dwight D. Eisenhower. Did you you heard that right? No, but he didn't even. He said, I think he said like Franklin Delano Eisenhower or something like that, didn't he? Or, <laughs> I don't know was, how these things come. It is, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> he but, just, I mean, he got through it. He did. He got a and, bunch of them. And the best thing was when uh, uh, Howard surprised Robin with it was 20 years upon the day that she was in Napa Valley and sharded and got hosed down. Hosed down. The, sh- the shart week began. I didn't listen to any of that, but. <laughs> no, yeah, again, that's stuff I don't really care to hear. But, uh, right. you know, there's lots of people telling their shitting stories and. uh I know they are. They is. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Bobo had a question every day this week, by the way. Uh, I know. He just <laughs> repeatedly is able to get on there. It's. Uh, and Howard, Howard was very, very annoying uh, about the uh, about uh, saying that uh, uh, Howard was. uh uh, anyway, I mean, he was he was very annoying about saying <laughs> buddy. So buddy, yeah, buddy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I can. Uh, and we haven't even gotten into the bullet points yet. <laughs> well, this week I'm incapacitated. I am. Uh, OK, well, uh, well okay, we shall so. try to make do with that. Um, uh, but uh yeah, incapacitated. Well, yeah, well, I'm uh, I'm kind of like Lenny Dykstra cleaning out the uh, the the bar three times. I am. Oh boy, Lenny, Lenny milking it wherever he can. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, um, we we are blessed that next week will be a or I, very soon, uh, it will be. A, another series of live shows 
Yes. Uh, there's always the question mark, but uh, shout it, shout it out loud. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Well, kiss. Yeah. Wow. So, do you think Sal will get a chance to speak with any of them? <laughs> well, you gotta, you gotta divulge that. Okay, well, you know, Sal, who was not only the founder of the Beastie Boys fan club. Oh, that's right. That's right. He was also very high ranking in the Kiss fan club at some point. And um, and if we recall, there was the whole moment of uh, Ace Fraley was on the show. And um, I believe Sal asked Ace Fraley for his phone number. (laughs) <laughs> to watch the bachelor and lay in bed. Who knows? He was going to make him a nice cheeseburger and <laughs> hang out with Ace out in Long Island. <laughs> you got it. Yeah, that was, that was one of those, I believe that precipitated Sal's ban from the green room. He was banned from talking to guests. It, but of course there were a couple of other incidents. There was the John Stewart, him telling John Stewart that he wasn't actually funny. And really? um, and then him also saying to Russell Simmons that he was Russell uh, Simmons. Yeah, he told Russell Simmons that he was the white devil, that Sal was the white devil. I'm the white devil, something like that. So, so you know, maybe one of our dedicated listeners can fill in some of the details here. But uh, please do. And, exactly. and thank you. And thank you to one of our dedicated listeners who sent us the clip of uh, the uh Congress congressional hearing uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, you knew. Yes, you knew. We got that. Thank yeah. you to our friend in Detroit. Yeah, Detroit in Michigan, Rock City. That's what. Yeah, Detroit why. Rock City. There you go. Yeah, you know, that's why. Right? I, this week, heard. this week, kiss is for is for our our <laughs> fans in uh, in Detroit Rock City, D Town. Yeah. Well, there you go. I, uh, we're always reaching out to our dedicated listeners, and we love dedicated. when they reach. Reaching out back to us makes it that Absolutely. much better. It is better. And uh, speaking about dedicated listeners, I don't know if she's a listener, but she definitely responds to everything I have to say is our friend who was talked to this week, Patricia. Oh, Patricia. And I'm a little jealous, but I'm not. <laughs> oh, you're way jealous. Come I'm on. I'm not. Patricia just wanted to make you jealous. That's why she came on the air and Possibly. said that. it's oh, true. Oh, wow. You Look know, you. that's she's listening to the show and she's like, oh, that Commodore. <laughs> I, he, he's got it going, but I, uh, I need to make him a little jealous. Just like yeah. Sal. Need to make Sal a little jealous too. Well, you know, I've I've been uh, a lot of times a lot of uh, dedicated followers of our friend Patricia, aka Tan Mom, said, uh, "You know, you're Sal, aren't you? You know that, that they think I'm Sal." Shh, let it out. Don't let it out. Man, Commodore is Sal. Ooh, whoops. I wish you know all those all those years you worked in the pizzeria, pizzeria, (laughs) and you know me being downtown in the uh, 
the the cum booths, you know. Just, uh, <laughs> oh boy. Uh boy, that old oh. the, the, the old school Times Square back in the day going peeping. Peeping Sal. The yes. peeping Commodore <laughs> out there, out there in the in the booths. Meanwhile, the Perkin Blue Jay is just like looking. Is it real? And when I come out, give him the thumbs up. He's peeking too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's definitely the Blue Jay who made several appearances in those Times Square booths. But not. And not then he would come paying, back when I was sleeping paid. and then whip me with a belt. That's that was the move. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm. That wasn't Times Square. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so well, this week, okay, we're not going to talk about pink. There's no point in talking about Sorry, pink. everybody. So, Turn it off now. Not like you Yeah, exactly. Have, but... I mean, if you want to hear about pink and commentary about pink, I mean, look, I don't have any like strong dislike towards pink. I just think it's fairly uninteresting. Um, uh, yeah, I think that actually she's pretty cool as far as pop stars go. Right. Yeah. Her attitude. She seems pretty down to earth. A lot better Um, than Lizzo. Yeah. Yeah. I think she's really, uh, you know, quite okay. But, um, I just, again, not, not interested. I mean, I can hear Howard talk to so many musicians for hours. Right. Um, but, uh, I mean, pink, no, zero interest, zero Zero interest, zero point zero. Indeed. And so, okay. So, uh, that was this week's big guest interview. Yeah. I would say, right. There wasn't really, there wasn't, except for like before that, the talk of Lenny. (laughs) Well, Lenny, right. And who's this guy Derek that they like said the behind the scenes guy Are you Derek? Matt and and Derek. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The guy who not... had to wash dishes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, geez, hanging out with Lenny—that's a bit tough. I gotta say, it's uh, can't be a fun gig, but uh, on a certain level, it's entertaining. You just gotta watch out for the uh, the spray, I suppose. Just That's, not catch any of that shrapnel. Well, that that's a good point, but I, I don't think they were even around for that. I mean, did you did you hear the uh, dialogue between him and the girls that were with him? Right. Yes, I did. And so I don't know. I mean, they, they didn't want to come out and say it, I think, on the air, but those were prostitutes, essentially, right? I don't know. Or yeah, they, I mean, they didn't want to say it, but it was like, oh well, they're. I think one at one point, one of those dudes was like, ah, oh, they're just party girls who just wanted to, you know, get drinks paid for, have a crazy time, something. The. I don't know. I mean, but what what what's weird is the way that Howard's like, well, you got to hang out. This this is the the pace of your boyfriend, Robin, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well he was a major league player you know he was he played 
He almost oh, and he was uh, don't forget he was a financial genius apparently too. At some point, he actually had the well uh, that that shows more the proclivity of the uh, love of the boondoggle than anything else. Exactly. Well, hey, he was uh, working out some sort of scams like he's if, doing. If, I, I would highly suggest you all watch that real sports um, interview with uh, the uh, unbiased Bernard, uh, whatever the hell his name is. But like, you know, he was hoodwinked and bamboozled. And <laughs> because he was in the middle of a, a room with no furniture around with like three screens, just clicking his mouse. And they're like, yeah, he's, He's on top of it. Like, I mean, Jesus, like uh, <laughs> that's been, it was all because at the time that that jag off uh, uh, Jim Cramer was uh, was popular. It, it was like it, it was the the most, um, you know, obvious thing where people are just like, well, Jim Cramer has this athlete and and uh, we're doing real sports and Bernard Good Goldberg, you know, he's looking for like this kind of like salt of the earth guy. And it was I mean, and actually it extended the pain for probably somebody in their in their financial uh, situation. It was absolutely ridiculous but anyway we'll, we'll, well okay i mean i'll just say this if you are a person who's got money to invest and you're following lenny dykstra and the story you see on real sports oh um, no, it was jim kramer jim kramer well, at the same time i mean is this, are there like i mean is Whoever uh, is Warren Buffett, like, oh yeah, Jim Cramer, genius. That's how I made my money. No, no but I mean, the guy is, <laughs> you know, the guy's on CNBC, and uh, he, yeah, you know, there, there are people. If I'm just saying, if if you have the, the wealth, Madoffians, to, yeah, the if you have the wealth to waste in that way and choose to waste it, um. I don't think I, they're choosing it, but anyway. Uh, well, there's lots of things you can I do. I think there's something called greed, but anyway. Right. Well, I'm just saying, and I don't want to get into this moralistic know, political say, thing, yeah, but I'm yeah. just going to say, if you have that expendable wealth and you lose it on something stupid like that, well, guess what? Uh, more so than uh, others that uh, lose their money or never had it to begin with, you actually might get some compensation in other ways, even though your stupidity led you to where you were. Wow. It, in any yeah. event, what, what I don't I have sympathy for them. I'm just saying that I don't. Well, what, but what I was uh, trying to put forward was that, uh, there was a concerted effort and there's always a concerted effort to try and uh, let everyone or, or try to like put before this idea that it's all just chance. Like even an idiot tobacco chewing center fielder who has no education, look at him I mean, and look at the monkey. He beat this uh, stock. I mean, and the, and the fact of the matter is there is like, a very uh, cogent strategy to invest, and like they're 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 throwing up these smoke screens. But I'll I'll just I'll I'll 
I'll digress. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, yeah. whatever. Uh, yeah. Cogent strategies. It's about manipulating the system. Anyways. Well, right. No, that's uh, what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. right. And uh, so uh, what's the second bullet point you have there? Well, I, have, <laughs> yeah, I, have, I mean, several, several bullet points, I'm sure. Well, well, I mean, I thought you were thought <laughs> this was funny. The way that it was very disarming, the way that Ronnie and uh, Mark Marin sounded very oh, similar that, that was, was that was fun and that pointed out by super fan um, yes uh oh geez what's the actor's name putty but uh oh yeah that's right patrick warburton yeah yeah thank you patrick warburton there you go super wow. fan i mean picking up on that wow geez it good it was a good nod yeah was, i mean angry mark on. sounds like angry Ron. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Also, also known by the nickname Mini Driver. <laughs> That's good. But you know, hey, well, see, but uh, so uh, my understanding that Mark Barron is not a New York guy. He's a um, Boston, Boston guy, right? He's right. well, uh, I mean, outskirts. He wants he's a mass hole, but um, you know. <laughs> there's there is a you know there is that kind of slight well he uh, went to the same school as howard he, he was a bu grad so yeah oh okay i didn't uh, right 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 i said that it. last show where yes. i wasn't sure but i looked it up and it's true okay well there you go uh yeah you know uh mark getting into some deep stuff yeah with uh Anyways, that was the previous that was last, week. That was a, yeah, but but, I mean, but yes, the um, the parallel in the angry old man voice that both good. of them have, and it is truly. I mean, come on, like like Mark Marin when he's not angry does not sound like Ronnie at all. I mean, it's really you 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 think he kind of does. I think there's a sing-songy kind of thing that they both do. And I think it is more pronounced when he's angry. But there's like this, uh, like, it, it's like a distraction about what they're actually saying. That, <laughs> but Well, anyway. I think that Howard needs to request that Mark read some of Ronnie's poetry. And then we'll really have a real, you know, You're right. grasp on the simil similarities. Yeah. But I mean, of all the readings of Ronnie's poetry, my favorite is, of course, going to be J.D. As much as the fake Morgan Freeman's reading. Oh, you mean of you mean the 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 uh, single gentleman who does? Yeah, yeah. The, oh, the okay. Let's go there because this is again something that I have no knowledge about, but. Uh, the the suggestion is, is it seems is piling to, up against him. It seems to uh, make some sense. I will say that, but um, I have not yet bought into it. Uh, okay. um, I mean, I'm that's fine. And, and no, but it, because, I'll tell you because you know, the articles that that are online are bot or I mean, they're not they're not. 
Yeah, right chat GPT. Yeah, I mean, well, I, we, we, we could write. In fact, we should probably do that. Somebody, <laughs> this is what all of you should be doing. Those of you yeah, dedicated listeners, send send us the best chat GPTs about JD and his divorce. And um, uh, the worst I don't know part. What, her, what, it, what is her name? She does have a Jennifer. Yes. Uh, but yes. I mean, uh, some way she's got a strange last name anyways. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I think um, it, it is something that fits within all that's been discussed. I mean, there's no, there, it, it could totally be the case, but it could also, who knows? We don't know. Trial separation, perhaps. I don't know. Um, maybe, uh, I mean, there, there, there is a, uh, huge amount yeah, of possibilities. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that could be occurring. It's, it's, right? it's Jennifer Tanko Hardmeyer is, is her name. Um, and well, okay. So there you go. So type into chat, chat GPT about, uh, uh, Jamie Harmeyer. No, no. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, yeah, that's GDs. Jamie Harmeyer and the, the divorce and separation of Jamie Harmeyer and Jennifer Tanko Harmeyer. This is funny. It says J.D. Harmeyer married Jennifer Tenko, his long-term girlfriend. Um, oh uh, no, he. Yeah. I mean, well, at, at this point, if you date for a few years, that's long-term. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, come on. I I, I don't know. I mean, I guess. Well, I'm not gonna get into my personal life, but I was. Uh, not dating that long. I was with somebody for some few years, probably longer than JD. Maybe I don't even know. Yeah, but like long. I mean, it was four years weird. or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I but got I mean, married. When 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 you say long term girlfriend, it's. I mean, to me, that's at least five years. But anyway. okay. Well, I think actually in this, and this is my interpretation. I think in this day and age, they mean like long-term relationship versus short-term relationship so it's like you know it's not like oh i was dating this person for a couple of months whatever yeah and she did move in with him before they got married well you know that's the move that is that is the (laughs) truth it happened it definitely did happen. all right let's yeah i mean that that's not well, maybe there are some people out there in the listener verse that can provide other substantiated uh, um, absolutely stories or anecdotes where <laughs> it contradicts. Ooh, who knows? Or, or 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 you know, I, okay. So, well, this is my whole point. I don't think there's a narrative. I don't think anybody's put out a narrative of this. And, and and actually, in a certain extent, to a certain extent, that makes me believe that that's actually true, because I would I know that if it happened, I'm sure J.D. wouldn't be wanting to talk about it. It wouldn't be discussed. He'd be doing everything he can to not discuss it. Um, and that makes me think also that they're not officially divorced because when they do become officially divorced, then Howard is going to feel like he can talk about it. Well, I mean, can you cite a uh, show where it was talked about Howard's divorce? 
He didn't talk about his divorce until it happened. And then he did? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Yeah. See, there. there's my, you know. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I think the whole process with I mean, shit, the whole joke of private parts is that the, they were on the outs at the end of the filming of the, of the when it was released. Well, this whole I love mean, story. Read, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, but, I'm just saying, like, just from a standpoint of a certain type of propriety. Right. It's like. um you don't want to be having a discussion before the legal things are all wrapped up in a, in a bow. So let's say JD is out there dating. Like he, he doesn't, that should not be out in the open. That should not be known. Yeah. Um, And, and I should say also this week, Howard pulled back dramatically from what was last week, which is his, his uh, obvious, uh, difficulty with his own uh longtime partner and wife uh yes yes this is a theme we've been discussing yes i i did notice that there was a not a whole lot of mention zero mention and did i'm trying to was there there was no mention of beth at all okay I that will, sounds I about will. right to me. I it slipped under the radar to me because again, these are the moments that I'm. I'm I think she she's a show killer. Honestly, well, yeah. Well, I was fine with it, but I was also putting my pulse on it, or I mean, keeping the pulse of it because um, I thought last week uh, it was pretty right. kind of. I mean, there was. There was a hot house of, um, you know, things going on there. Oh, and I agree. I agree. Yes. When the whole, yeah, the, the, the minutia of it was coming out. It, it would, you, you could see the, uh, the peeling back of the frustration. Yeah. That's a good descriptor. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, yeah, I, I think I didn't think about it until you mentioned it now, Commodore, the, the whole fact there was no mention. I mean, that could be a couple of things, right? That could be their shit's going bad, or it could be like Beth being like, or, you know, remember there are people in Beth's world who occasionally sure. hear the show and are just like, don't, don't be on the show. You got to talk to Howard. Like he shouldn't be talking about these things whatever, like, and, or her just saying, I'm not comfortable with you mentioning these things. Like, you know, that could be, it could be as innocuous as that. True. Like, you know, someone could like, come on, if I was Beth's friend, right. I'd be like, well, it's bad enough. You're locked up in the house with him. Rapunzel, as you've described, you've got to now be a part of the show too. And then have it dissected there. I mean, that's a, that's a fair yeah, a fair friend, ask, yeah. fair yeah. ask in her, from her part, and and, uh, and and we all benefit. Sorry. <laughs> well, I want to know which one of the Drew Barrymore dating games guys is first on her oh, list to call up. God, how how did something <laughs> that was hyped up, and Howard was so, and I'm doing air quotes, excited about. There is zero, I mean, 0.0 mention of that whole Beth doggle. 
Well, no, but the point I'm saying to you, Commodore, is and I, you know, who, which of those three is she going to call up first? Well, we know she's not going to call up, um, um, what's his name, uh, 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 Blit, but one of those other guys, you know, who don't, maybe she will call Blit. I don't know. I hope, but not. I mean the other two. Oh, these are just such wonderful men. They're just no, so- but the one guy was picked by Howard, and that and because of his military service, and and that was the most. Uh, oh yeah, they were. There were four uh, of them, weren't there? There wasn't. No, there were two. There were two. The, the there were two dudes that like kind of. Like the one guy tried to say he didn't actually date her. They were just friends. But then there was no, one guy was who three. actually dated her. No, it was three. It was three. It was the 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 Broadway guy that did date her. No, he tried to say he didn't date her. Wow. He was like, she was dating my friend, who's that guy, oh. Michael Cerveris, the guy who played Tommy on Broadway. Oh. Yeah, yeah. That's why Sorry, Beth sure. is actually friends with Pete Townsend and uh, Howard is not. Which is a really strange thing, too. <laughs> like, yeah, Beth is friends with Pete, like hung out with him and stuff. Because Cerveris hung out with Pete. And, uh, b- uh, of course, Howard with that famous, um, well, famous amongst dedicated listeners, where he's got Pete on the air and Pete walks off and Roger freaking yells at him but not as bad as pete's girlfriend does pete's girlfriend completely rips howard like how dare you what you you know why would you do this you know and i think she even said something like you know we have friends in common and and like all this stuff and she walked off the air then rachel is her name and and then roger stayed on the air and was just like howard will you fuck this up basically come on how could you do this Howard, you're my. Fr- I've been on your show a bunch of times. How can you do this? Well, I can tell you this right now. Blue Jay is coming from a biased point of view. Oh no, no, no! Are you, okay, I'll admit I'm a big Pete Townsend fan. I'm a big. No, fan no, of the no, who. no. You are a big proponent of his, but as an individual, you're very critical, and we've had many discussions of that. Critical about Pete. A, yes. Yes. And, oh, and it, yeah. Cool. No, no. And like, if if you guys would speak, you know, there wouldn't be any reverence. There would be a lot of antagonism, and I think Pete would enjoy that off uh, Mike. But he's also very uh, attuned to, you know, not having antagonist like he doesn't bring that personality out uh, okay but let's uh, to contextualize and to recall and maybe someone wants to uh give I send a voicemail would, to rasan and have him play this back but i bet it's the kind of thing howard doesn't want played back but it's possible um and i'm you know and just going forward i just want to say i don't think rasan will ever play any of our requests but i don't know why no. that is um but that anyways Okay, well, that's a discussion for another point. But if you if you if you remember what was actually happening is they had this was like long ago. um, They had um, a link set up late. It was late 90s. 
No, it was it was after that actually because I know right. it was when their new record the the not yeah the last was the last or it was that yeah they did another record uh, oh it was like two thousand six okay yeah. something like that because Ox was was passed so and had, and had and they did this record and um, that's why they wanted to get on uh, the show. And they had like a link set up where those well, guys were in England. Roger wanted to get on the show, but yeah. Well, no, but the agreement was the two of them. And 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 one of the things, look, this is a sore subject for Howard. He he thinks he fucked it up. Okay. He, okay. Wow. And, and and as much as I love Pete Townsend, Howard loves Townsend too. Townsend is a, a huge rock and roll figure to to Howard and he wishes he could do something like what he did with Bruce with Townsend. It'll never happen. Um, but, uh, anyways, so what did happen though, is they had the link, they were like getting the link set up so that they could communicate with these guys in England. And Howard just starts to have a conversation. Artie was on the show at that time. And then Artie's big, big who fan. And they're talking about stuff. And then Howard brings up the whole, you know, Scotland yard pedophilia, whatever. Um, and, which was very well documented that that was a, I mean, that was a mistake on Scotland Yard's part because Pete has worked for many years in an anti-pedophilia uh, ring and oh, what it okay anti-pedophilia uh, ring okay well what I mean he <laughs> no but anyways he, okay well he's let's been a not sponsor. go into okay, the right. Pete Townsend story but whatever it is he brought it up. And this was before Townsend even got on the mic. And honestly, that is what I think Howard regrets. I think he would have brought it up. He's like, what the fuck am I doing talking about this before Pete's even on the mic to respond? Listen, and that's where Howard. we we, We know that the one thing if you ever come and listeners know this if you ever come across Pete Townsend you better just like allow his ego to seep into the room before you uh you know engage him in any sort of discourse well yeah like there, but- there's got to be an acceptance of his his work because well, it's prodigious, but I mean, no, but anyway. my point, I mean, anybody, it could be Pete Townsend, it could be anybody. You don't want to talk no. to them with the, with the, you don't want to talk about issues before they're on the mic. Well, you don't and, want to and, talk to the audience. It, he, I mean, that was, I understand. I mean, and that's basically what Roger ended up saying. He's like, that's, he, he's like, and Pete never got on the mic because of that. That was Howard's mistake, and that's what Howard regrets. I don't think he truly regrets talking about anything. I think he truly regrets and for our friend in King Crimson, the air was very dense. Okay, right. But I mean, that's he he should have um waited and then at that point, and back then, Howard was asking questions that are Howard-esque, and he could have said certain things or at least brought it up, and Pete would have responded. Yes, but he, he didn't. But but Howard brought it up and had a discussion about it before Pete yeah. got even on the mic. Yeah, and well, that but, yeah. was that was the mistake. Anyways, okay. okay. 
Pete was not on the air this week. The who were not on the air this week. <laughs> you know, we're we're recalling a moment, right? But you know, I, I do think. I mean, really, on that list, we've talked about the list before of like who Howard really wishes he could interview. I think Townsend is one of them. He regrets that he never really interviewed David Bowie. That is, you know, which he never absolutely. will. I mean, he did get to interview Robert Plant. Um, <clears throat> I'm sort of surprised Jimmy Page has not been on Howard, um, but I think Jimmy Page is afraid of the things that Howard's going to ask, which he really shouldn't be at this point because this is a this is a different Howard. But I think like Jimmy Page has had stuff to sell and had stuff to promote, and he hasn't come on Howard. And I think it really would be for anybody who works for Jimmy Page, it really would be yeah, a, a vital thing. I mean, he had he put out that book not too long ago. He could sell the shit out of that book. The moment he decides to make any kind of music, if he decides to do that again, um, Howard would treat him with reverence. And Rob Plant came on the air and. Uh, it was a really great interview with Robert Plant. And yeah. Um, uh that so i i think that that should happen right. um you know a guy like john paul jones probably should be on the air with howard but he's he's just been so under the radar that he never right. will well, that's, um, yeah, that's, that's but funny. uh yeah uh, and you know howard's probably questioning whether he would ever should or would or any anyways He's not been on that list. Pieces. I did. Townsend is way up there on that list. He's a dude that Howard wishes he's interviewed. I mean, I don't think in, in the rock and roll world, I am, am hard pressed to, to think of someone you know living. Well, that I, he I would, would say, yes, I, I think a big miss was Tom Petty because Tom Petty had a serious XM channel. He could have had, I mean, and, and that would be like the, the next best thing to having Bob Dylan. Yeah, um, I guess Dylan would be on that list too. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but Dylan's like crazy. But that's never gonna happen. Um, there's, I mean, there's nobody else like that. That's that huge for Howard. I think that he, you know, Townsend would be the he had big Sting get. On. He had Sting on, right? Chad Sting. He said Sting yeah. and Trudy. Like, yeah, no, few, that was more great. than a few, more than yes, a few times. Good. Um, they sting would because sting was a New Yorker for a bit. And I, th I think he yeah. still is right now. So he listened to Howard. I mean, right. that was a that was a thing. Um, but I can't think of a single. Um, yeah, I'm searching uh, a rock and roll person that Howard would. Um, I mean, Howard that's living that Howard would be so keen on getting on. It's Townsend. Um, but anyways, well, I, I mean, I, I think you would love to have David Lee Roth back on, but that's a different. You know, yeah, but he's been on. I know, you know? Right, he's right. been on. So it's not like, you know, and also Howard definitely falls into the Sammy camp. I think. Well, OK. And Sammy's been a good friend of the show. He's had Sammy on since. Halen. We'll leave it. We'll, we'll we'll leave that up to the listeners to to think about the 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 two bands. Well, I mean, I no. Here. Howard loves the David Lee Roth era, but he also is a big fan of the Hagar years too. It's true. What was interesting was that um, I didn't realize that Bruce Willis 
has never formally, I guess he talked one time promoting uh, Baba Booey came in and said that he did call in one time, but Bruce Willis never um, was a, you know, never came up for an interview and it was interesting to see. Sorry. I just, I'm, I'm recalling when I heard that whole discussion about Bruce Willis and the thing that I think Baba Booey neglected is if you remember Back in the day, Howard used to do this thing where he'd like challenge listeners and he'd be like, I will donate $25,000 to wow. some charity or $10,000 if you get a big celebrity to call in. And whoever gets the biggest celebrity that you get them to call in. And he had like, I think the first time that Ben Affleck was on was he called in at one of those? He's like, you're giving $10,000 to my mom's charity or something. Wow. He's like, yeah, okay, yep, done. And then he talked to Ben Affleck for a little while. Um, and I think Bruce Willis, somebody was hanging out with Bruce Willis and like just like handed him, hey, talk to this, talk to him. And he's like, Howard, what? I love, I love what Ralph said, though, like when he saw him uh, and that Bruce Willis came in as uh, the character from Catch, you, Catch Me If You Can. Oh, right. With the, with the, with the, <laughs> with the stewardess. Yeah. That, that's like so Bruce Willis. That was great. Uh, I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that guy was a man about town and especially once he got divorced. He was divorced. a bartender in New York. That's how he. Oh, he was the. Yeah. Yeah. Bruno. Dude. Yeah. Seagrams. Golden, Golden wine, wine coolers. coolers. <laughs> There's a throwback. Yeah, if you get good. that reference, send us an email or a, tw- a, a tweet us. Uh, maybe you can uh, find the Saturday Night Live parody that he did of that. I thought that was brilliant. Uh, but-, <laughs> <It was. laughs> but Howard always has this backhanded thing whenever he's talked about it. He's like, yeah, you know, he was famous. He had that show on TV that... You know, I I never liked that show. Well, the, Wasn't no, the, the, the worst thing was when he said that Henry Winkler was from Laverne and Shirley. That was the worst fucking like callback oh, right. that he did this week. It's <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Like, Happy Days was like number one for like four years. I mean, like, yeah. that, that all came from that. Anyway, well, I mean, I'm just I he he shit on Moonlighting, which I wasn't like I probably wasn't totally old enough to like really get super get into the show, but that was a great show, man. And that made him famous for a reason. And and the thing is he loved, uh, he said that he loved blind date. Well, that was actually his first film and that was kind of his character from, and and from, he couldn't from, remember the name of the film. Remember? I, well, well, Robin and yeah. Robin had to be like, Oh, you're talking about, yeah, well, that was Kim Basinger was in that. And, and he's like, Oh, wow. Oh yeah, that was her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but that's you know that's how well, it's because he's got to remember you, he's got to remember bands like um you know uh my chemical romance and all this new stuff so he's got to you know shove it all away so he can have room for the bachelorette in his mind uh <laughs> that's that's the problem is that he's cleared out so many personalities in his show that he, I mean, no one overshadows what he has to say at all. Artie's to overshadow what he had to say, in my opinion, because it, I mean, he, and uh, also, uh, I mean, even stuttering John did to a certain extent, 
he i mean now everybody just like get like lets him I, who busts his balls who does mm, that's a good question who busts his balls eh. ronnie oh, ronnie but probably the person who busts his balls the most benji true okay yeah i no, mean yeah, yeah, yeah good that, point not yeah. that it's you know on solid ground but uh uh, yeah, he does. Ronnie occasionally, but Ronnie's also in this mode of, oh, I miss my friends in New York. And, uh, you know, he's not really busting. I mean, let's be honest in terms of the staff, like who's actually really spent the most time with him. It used to be Ralph Sorella, but not in the, it, it's, it's Ronnie. Right. It's Ronnie. Ronnie's the closest to him. And Absolutely. Howard really does see him as, hey, he's a friend. He's, you know, he's Ronnie. Ronnie's had my back. He's been with me. He's like and this. He's, he's, Ralph he's is like banned from the house, yeah, you know? Yeah. yeah. And he's talking with his friends, his friend Lou, about how Ronnie's still eating out, you know, Stephanie for 20 <laughs> minutes or whatever. <laughs> what was the thing with this week with him being the his Blue mom? Iris? No, no, he was doing the thing about Lou, about the Lou? batch, the, the, yeah, with Lou and his mom. <laughs> Come on, like, Lou. What? Hey. Oh, no. <laughs> You're putting a... your penis in me. Oh, oh it's friend Lou. He's. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That I thought. I mean, that was a whole wrinkle to that whole Ray yeah. Stern uh, persona. <laughs> Ray Stern in on Milf Island or whatever it yeah. is. Yeah, he, did. he doesn't like <laughs> that. But then- I was surprised though. You know, when he was talking about that, this was one of those right. few moments where Howard was actually saying stuff about negative things about. Uh, women's appearances he was just like that's true yeah those women i mean come on they're not he's like you know like these things i watch on you porn or whatever they the milfs are like 30 years old 32 years old and he's like no these women uh no 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 but their sons they're you know they're good looking dudes it's like oh my yeah, god was- there was this whole thing about Long Island, like these, you know. Oh, the Long Island yeah. milfs, yes, yes, yes. And they, which, they, which they, actually, for a long time, has been a thing. The the Long Island milf that is a. And you can I remember you, when and, I lived in New York, like like when I when I like first moved to New York, like twenty something years ago, people were talking about Long Island milfs, like they're a thing. I don't know. Mm. Well, let me tell you what, you're going to have to, at some point, if you if you hook up with one of them and they're actually still connected to their husband, their husband isn't going after their mill, uh, their, her, her, their wife, they're, they're going to they're going to challenge you. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not saying I'm but uh, yeah, I'm I'm not going I'm not barking up that tree, but I mean, maybe we can revisit. How's Patricia doing? I, I just I, I like the fact that she responds to me. It's nice. I I mean I know you guys really do have a connection, don't you? I mean it's I mean like I could do it right now, just like you know, say I, I like three words and then she she goes off on it. It's she's amazing. gonna respond right now. Yeah. Okay, all right, let's do this. Okay. You type you tweet her and let's see how long it takes 
for her to right, respond to you. She, yeah, let's see if she responds. Now, this is not a direct message. This is an actual tweet. No, no, you're it's a tweet. You're sending out a he real tweet. Us, yeah. yeah, yeah. So if you're, you know, if you are a dedicated listener, you can go look on Twitter and you'll see this. And we'll see how long it takes Patricia to react. All right, here it goes. Okay, so you've tweeted to Patricia. You will be notified when she responds or likes your tweet or whatever that. I'm not going to tell you what to say. This is your connection, dude. You shouldn't even tell us until she responds. I should say the darling of Tubi. And then uh, that's all I put. Okay. All right. I am telling you, uh, well, let's, this is an experiment. We shall see. We'll see how Patricia. I, I, th- you know, I think actually you should be saying something about how you're jealous of this producer guy or whatever of her show. That's because you're immature. <laughs> yes, I do think that the question of maturity is at the forefront when we're talking about a person named Tan Mom. That's how you denote to refer to her, you know? Oh, I see. I can tell how affected you are by the distance you're keeping from the microphone at this point. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry, dedicated listeners. (laughs) Well, you were just like... You're just so immature now. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I I really didn't want that for the audience. That was directed uh, at oh, you. Oh, oh, right. Because all the things we're doing right now are not for the audience whatsoever. That's right. Well, I mean, it's it's one of those things where, yeah, I guess I, I floated into a buddy show because, you know, hammer. That's what Oh, I'm sorry. Don't yeah. pull the curtain back that far. Come on. I said, you know, then why don't you just send it out? Why don't you send Patricia a dick pic then? I mean, come on, dude. Well, because that's ridiculous. Well, that's exactly it. That is ridiculous. ridiculous. But listen, Uh, I am not. And I've said this to you. A hundred times, if not four. (laughs) I have no willingness or wanting of sexual Congress with her. All I want to do is engage her and see her as her best self, which is this very. We've now entered the Commodore vortex. Uh, Well, yeah, that's that's true. Okay. Yeah. Benji and I do have a lot in, in common on that regard, but, uh, I I am you know it it isn't it isn't about that you know All right don't completely retreat from the microphone now I mean I'm not I was, I was Okay I mean yeah, I saw you getting a little sentimental there pulling back Well I mean but you keep pressing this thing that I want to have some sort of romantic relationship Oh I'm not pressing anything all I know is you have uh, What are you talking about man no oh, hey <laughs> By the way, that dice, whoever's doing the dice man impression. Oh, man, I just wish he would. No. okay, but you know what? Yes, I love it. I agree with you. But at the same time, I just wish the real dice would come on the show. I mean, but like when I was following Patricia, the the person responded like, 
uh, the dice man was a little hard on you. Like they, they think it's yeah. they think. Well, no, they might be meaning the dice, whatever. That could be part of the joke. I don't and, know, man. Well, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing with the Twitterverse. You can assume the stupidity or you can assume the cleverness. It's up to you. It's a fine line. As Nigel Tufnell said, it's a fine line between stupid and clever. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll buy that. Yeah. But I mean, well, yeah. Do you think she's really? I mean, you know, there was a side of me I, that I guess was a little jealous that she she is with this guy from from California. Like it's like, you know, I mean, I sent you what? like some well huh? what? Yeah, I see what you're doing. Uh, yeah. Come on. So you I'm were a little jealous of this guy. I was. Yeah, you know that's that's a, well, that's then, a reason why I'm so I'm not very mature of you, and then is it? Well, I just don't like you seeing through my, uh, you know, moves. You're charade. Exactly. Charade. And I, you know. So so here's the whole point, though. Patricia has not responded. Well, it's been like Had you spoken about the producer guy, we probably would have gotten that response. All right, here but, I go. No, she responded. Are you kidding me? No, no, no. I'm I'm gonna about to say that. No, 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 no. See, this is where you're 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 off base. You already tweeted her once. You don't want to tweet her again, right? In succession. Are you okay. kidding me? Come on. I have no that's idea. a little that's overkill. Okay. You don't want to keep tweeting at her. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I'm all I, all right. I, I, this is where I wish we had we could take some calls so I could talk to some dedicated listeners and they'd all be like, oh, yeah, go tweet her right now. Go. Yeah. They would. <laughs> yeah, And you should send her a dick pic, too. Yes. Yeah. Do that as well. They would all say. Well, yeah, go. Just, go. Just so and then know. there'd be that one person who calls in. No, Commodore, I really think that this could be something between you and Patricia. And don't ruin it. It could really this could blossom. You blossom. both have a What's you that? have both have such a same the same philosophy of life. And you know, it's yeah. you both understand the power of love. Oh God. The power of love. That just that reminds me of Benji talking about um What's his name? The guy who shot uh, Reagan, uh, Hinkley. Hinkley's uh, no, song. No, no, I'm sorry. No, no that, oh no, Hinkley's that was the one. Who, that was that was Lennon. Um, uh, well, I might have it confused. Chapman, Chapman, John. I mean, I don't know what. Whoever it is, one of those guys, Mark David Chapman. Yes, he's putting out songs, and there's one that's like, and and remember, like Benji was like, actually, I think that's a really good song, "The Majesty of Love." That's the majesty of love. <laughs> and then he like well, even know. sings the song for Howard and Howard's just like, what? Yeah, that's a vortex <laughs> right there. Yeah, there is a vortex yeah. that he opened it up. He dropped it down. Well, I tell you what, I really enjoyed this week of show of the show. I thought it was it was very, very much in line with uh, my sense of humor. Laughed a lot. 
I love the banter, especially about the the band and breaking up with Fred, and then Fred oh. saying that he has a song for Rob and Fred's song yeah. and the, oh. Russia. We never talked yeah. about Tukas. I think on the air. I don't think we. I don't think we've talked about Tukas on the podcast. I, here's my take shit. on Tukas. Yeah, I, I think um, you know. But you know it, what? It sounds like uh, it sounds like one of our songs. Actually, if you listen to it. I, I don't know. I, oh, yes. yeah. I, uh, I didn't I, realize we had songs. King State people out there. I think that uh, the, I don't think it sounds like uh, anyways. I think anyways, whatever. There's a whole there's a whole like the way the backing vocals and like there's like this layering. It's just like, Dude, no, the old the loser produced. songs sound better. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's freaking it's those two Too like sharply cut and also. I mean, Richard's him. great on the drums, but freaking what's his name is just a wanker. He's just like you know, Nowicki is just. I mean, whatever. Okay, he can play like a wanker, and that's what he's doing, and he's wanking away. And Howard doing thinks well. that's awesome. Yeah, he thinks he's he thinks he's awesome, but you know, hey. Uh, it ain't no, you know, song smell my tukis. I mean, come on, the, but the other stuff, I mean, the, I mean, I was a fan of the losers, their cover of Hurdy Gurdy Man and yeah. Cinnamon Girl and stuff. I thought those were better. And honestly, honestly, the, the Fred's song, I mean, whatever, however bad the lyrics are, or whatever, I mean, it's more of a song, his thing about the Ukraine and stuff. I mean. It's like a, it's like song. It it's like, it's yeah. a, fr- it's a Fred song. Hey, he made a song. This other thing, I don't know what the heck it is. It's, it's like, I mean, if you just replaced Howard's voice with Beetlejuice, it would be a Beetlejuice song. I mean, come on. Well, the, wor- the worst was last week when he did uh, the Tom Brady thing that he supposedly. Oh God. Yeah. Him. That's uh, also terrible, but uh, that's Howard, you know? Hey, hey, Oh, that, this is one thing that was brought up this week, actually. Are you familiar with the Blue Oyster Cult song that that Howard reads? He does a little reading of that. Have you heard yeah, that? I have not. Have you? I have. And and um, I'm going to let you vamp a little bit because I'm going to find that song. And because it's right at the beginning. Uh, it, because it, he, I mean, the, the way that uh, he didn't. Embr- and that was uh, brought on by. Uh, our Bobo, our Steve from Florida, at saying that the lead singer was his cousin by marriage. That's so, right. Yes. Yeah. Very so true. A, I mean, and 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 I will repeat again, this was probably the most prodigious week for Bobo in Stern Show history. Or, you know, write it down. It was. He he definitely was Every on. Day. And you could tell how annoyed, uh, but I, I love your question from last week because, you know, I, <laughs> when Ashley gets Hi, pregnant, it's a, sorry, keep going. I'm right. just trying to load up the song. When Ashley got it, when Ashley gets pre- pregnant and has a child, Bobo has to be there. Like I, I'll probably give every dollar that I have to make sure that he's there to close the circle. <laughs> Well, again, I mean, uh, you know, see, you and I have differing opinions on whether or not Bobo actually is aware of that question. But, uh, you know, hey, Um, but 
I'm going to, if you don't mind, Please I, I'm just going to share a little of this blue oyster cult. Let's hear it. It barely sounds like Howard, too. Kind of, it takes. WCCC. Here it's coming at you. Oh, I fucked it up. That's not even the song. It said it was the song, but that wasn't the song. It's the same record, but this is YouTube, dude. YouTube, uh, you know that again. I know the name of the song, and I did hear it. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, you can give me some shit for that one, dude. I mess out. The song is called "When the War Comes," and it's on a great album, apparently called Club Ninja. I mean, come on. Who who names? I mean, that's about as bad. I, okay, so I clicked on this link before, and it went to the wrong song. Okay, here we go. All right. Howard's coming up. I mean, at, yeah, at first you don't even, you can't even tell. It's just like, I'm a tortured soul. I'm a tortured man. It's just like the same. He's masking. He's so uncomfortable until he gets into that range. And that's how he, yeah. Which is, which is a disappointment. <laughs> yes. but, yeah. uh, those of you at home cannot see Commodore. He looks extremely disappointed. <laughs> But I, I wonder what the uh, mechanism for getting him to do that was. I mean, that, well, no, he talked about it. He said, um, you know, basically the dude called him up and was like, hey, yeah, you're married. to We're cousins because I'm married to your cousin. Who? I'm married to so-and-so. Oh, oh, yeah, we are. Hey, do you want to come and <laughs> do something on our record? Uh, okay sure maybe that's why he thought he was going to be the uh new lead singer of uh what uh lincoln park or whatever that oh really well he said he had auditioned you didn't hear that last week but oh well yeah i i just kind of didn't believe it i don't know um but uh you know that's howard that's howard and uh, yeah, so he married. He's related to Eric Bloom. He's related to all these people. That uh, and the, yeah, the, the the guy that did the uh, the comic covers. book guy. Yeah, is, uh, you know, that's Howard, and that was his beautiful shining moment on that Blue Oyster Cult oh, record. Well, I mean, I just Club my, Ninja. My friend, 
My friend said to me, you know, I, I'm in, I'm, you know, my friend Gus said, you know, uh, I'm in uh, radio, you know, I have a job. Come on. Didn't you, uh, weren't you in awe of what radio provided? No, not really. I just needed a job. Were you in love with mom? Um, not at first sight. No, no, I don't think so. <laughs> that might be the best Ben Stern impression I've heard. Anyways. It, it makes up for it in substance. <laughs> How about Gary trying to like, uh, <laughs> with that one guy who called in about his own dad and, you know, how much you know he, he cared for him and and howard's like well you know i i i think every day about my dad but it's about like yeah how, um what well, that was been. emotional shit man i, I yeah. actually but then gary like nudged in yeah. you know and like um uh yeah well what um what um who, who was it that was last week um he's like oh yeah mark Marin said about you know in order to be a whole person um you gotta, you know, have at least for those one of you at home. The Commodore is eating shrimp right now. Yeah, <laughs> and I can barely get my lips over my teeth. You get, you gotta, you gotta have uh, one good parent. Yeah, right, right, yeah. Well, yeah, you know, I, Gary. I mean, Gary's re- advice to the guy was just like, "Look, you celebrate him every day." Yeah, yeah, that's it. What can you do? Well, I mean, yeah, of course, because the only time somebody really is like, you know, absolutely dead and gone is if nobody's talking about him. And if if it weren't for Howard, his father would be, you know, be gone because it doesn't seem like he had any sort of relationships. Well, eh, yeah. well yeah, Ben, I mean, uh, Ray, was that what w- that was last week where Howard had that fantasy about hypnotizing his mother, right? Where... <laughs> He would get her to be like, oh, Howard, oh, it's such a beautiful day today. It's amazing. I can't thank you enough for another day of absolute joy that you've provided me. You're my best friend. Exactly. (laughs) And, you know, I have to move from my apartment because it's flooded. But, you know, it's a good break. And, uh, you know, I don't I, mind my pajamas. Like I, I don't get mind new it. pajamas. I, get I new. mean, they may not fit me right because I've and, lost so much weight. But I, and, and I tomorrow will. and tomorrow I'm, I'm, I'm taking a trip to the moon. Everything. Everything's lined up. It's good. But oh, no, there's a shower. I got to have to go to the shower. Oh, no, mom, not the shower. <laughs> OK, what's left on the bullet points? I, I we've uh, exhausted them. Because, we've exhausted uh, the bullet points. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. Well, except for, you know, Ronnie finally uh, conceding. That. Conceding about squirting. Yes. Yeah, that it's that, urine. Which yeah. is basically him conceding to the fact that he enjoys getting peed on. Yes. That's what one of the callers said afterwards. Oh, He's okay. like, you've got all these piss freaks in your staff. I really think With it, I think there's some truth to that, to be honest. Well, I mean, Ronnie, Ronnie really doesn't have a good grasp of biology. But um, um, the other thing, 
the other thing was that uh, I, I thought at this point in time we would play, and maybe do you remember who was black and who was whack? I remember one. I remember Martin Luther King was whack. Was whack. And do you remember the reason? Because he was like trying to appease white people or yes. something like that. Yeah, and I thought, and they, he thought that they could actually see people. See, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Instead of like judge them immediately. Again, just like we don't go to Ronnie for biology questions, we shouldn't go to King of All Blacks for history or knowledge. <laughs> Did you hear what he said about Michael Jackson? Do you remember that? No, I don't. Okay, so we're gonna play the game. You're gonna yeah, you gotta yeah, give me okay. some audio. I don't have any audio. Oh, okay. I can, well, I thought I there was say, is it black or is it whack? You know that. That's okay, Michael Jackson. He is whack. And everyone agreed on that, Robin and Howard. But in fact, he is not. Oh. He was he's black because his dad instilled in him the the responsibility of being a a a good black man. What? And, uh, yes, yeah, that's what it was because of his father. Because he's got moan faucets. He's got he's got oh, the bow and faucets. Right. Yeah, but no, that isn't that that's just you know. Oh, that's not general, black, right? actually. Yeah, that's yeah, just... probably yeah. How about um Michael Jordan? Michael Jordan is black. No, he's whack. Oh white wife. Oh yeah, okay. Who was who was he? There was only one other person who was who was black. I think it was Bill Cosby. I think that was the only. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I do remember that. He did say he was black. Yeah. Oh, Dave Chappelle would agree with him, too. But well, okay. so I actually on that. I'm going to move. Oh, wait, wait, did we No, I thought. Oh, is there more? Bobo. No, no. I I mean, I, I, I thought that there was the rock, but, you know, whatever. Well, the rock is not fully black, so he's not black. Right. He's white. Yeah. Um, so though I got to say in comment on, on King of all, I, I actually am getting to the point and it's hard for me to say this. I kind Uh of agree with Rasan. I am exhausted. I am exhausted with King of all blacks. I'm not, I'm no longer entertained by King of all blacks. I don't think there, you know, it's. I think he's really struggling for relevance. Larry. Larry, I'm going to call him Larry. Lawrence. Gay. Oh, you're saying King of All Blacks is gay? Well, yeah, we talked about that. I mean. Oh, all, right. All with man. the panties sniffing and the sniffing the seat. And the, yeah, okay. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. See, there's just so many threads in this show. I, I, I gotta, you know, kind of remember and grasp these things. That's right. You're, you're, you're fine. Oh, okay. Thank you you're for fine. that. So, Howard, I was on the show three times this week. Thank you. Thank you very much. But I did not get out my one question that I had for you that I really wish I could have said was... How often are you now washing your hands? Is it um, because you're not contacting anybody? And I know you used to do it. Let me know. I want to know. 
Wow. I think that is actually like a legitimate Bobo question. And he wishes nailed it. I wish. I mean, I think he wishes that he could ask that question. I think that is a really wow. Okay. Now I'm on the spot now on the spot on the spot. Okay. Off the cuff. Howard, uh, this week with the uh, black or whack game with the king of all blocks. We know you are the king of all media. And he is the king of all blocks. And we had other kings... Will you make me the king of all Bobos? <laughs> Your thoughts. Well, there are plenty of them, by the way. Exactly. I, so I he's got to be a king. See, he needs, he like, you, yeah, you know, Steve. He, he could be the king of all Steves from, <laughs> uh, you know, he could be the king of all the uh, king of all Florida. He could be the king of, but he should be the king of all Bobos. I think that's what he wants to be ultimately just to, you know, make it settled and have it be done. Yes. Just then after that, if he once he's king of all Bobos, there will be no question. Absolutely. There, there can be no question. There will be none. He is the king of all bobos. Maybe he should be the king of all delivery rooms. I don't know. <laughs> but well, uh, let me just say something. This week, I, I'm going to give like a stern, I mean, uh, a Howard 101 moment where I was in tears. And ooh. that's, yeah, that that's something that I, I'd like to bring in. I think we need I to would, create theme music for this then. Okay, we'll have it. <laughs> it it's right there. Listen. Okay. Um it was when uh, Richard called up that woman about the fur coat and the the dryer and the basketball goal, where there there were three. You layered nailed devices. them all three. Yes. So I, I'm I talking about the Westinghouse fine. washing dryer, fur <laughs> coat. Like she's like, uh, I I'm think so, there's a. I'm sorry, I, I got a mouthful of salad. Yeah, that's so funny. And then and I'm then. Just, Oh, that's okay. Fuck you, bit like there's like I mean there were. Three... I thought Wait, I'm that. I'm sorry. Was... Are you calling about the washer dryer or the basketball? Yeah, yes, uh, no, yes, I'm not. Exactly. Yes, I'm no, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> I think Wait, it, there, there, so you're calling about the washer? No. no yes. 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 Yeah. Oh, exactly. Like that. Was... I think there's something wrong with this line. No, there's not. Yes, there is. I think. Yeah, that is a classic. That is a classic. The whole <laughs> you. I'm sorry, you caught me with a mouthful of salad. Well, why don't you call back and you know reconnect? Yes, so no, I want. Yeah, that was hilarious. That is a classic. That's it is. Geez, that's got to be. You know, it. when they play some of these, they need to tell us because that's got to be like. I mean, that's got to be at least 15 years old. I don't know, but I was I that's you know. that that's an old one. I mean, they yeah. should be like, hey, you know, hey, this one goes way well, really back. Met, right after that, they played. Uh, they said, oh, here's the 2018 winner of uh, which we haven't heard about 2022 of the phony phone call uh, award for Gary 
with the grinder thing, you know, it's come on, man. Flirty Gary. Oh, what was it? Flirt with was this the one where he's talking to like an old lady. Well, that was Flirty the one that Gar- he won. That was the one he won, I guess, in 2018. But they brought it brought it back in 2019 for him to uh do it with grinder. But yeah, he Oh, he oh, he was talking to a gay dude. Right. Yeah. Oh uh, wait, and that wasn't Fisty Gary? No, it's different. Oh, okay. Fisty huh? Gary is gross, but anyway. Oh yeah, yeah, no, that's uh, you, you get full agreement with me on that one. But I, I, I love his <laughs> I love Gary's uh <laughs> reservation because like Jackson walked by when he was he was doing the <laughs> right. <laughs> He's like, I could just imagine that horse to jackass looking around. <laughs> All right, Jackson folks, and Lucas. Li- get the best we, of the chicken. We listened, you listened, and uh, that wraps it up. Thanks so much for listening. You can go to our link tree to find all of our social media links, as well as donating to support us and clicking through to contact us via email. Our link tree is linktr dot ee slash hs news and comment. We'll see you next week. <laughs>